You may have played poker, but playing poker in Texas is a different animal. This is the Texas Poker Podcast with Tyler and Clint. Hello, this is the Texas Poker Podcast. I'm Tyler. This is Clint. What's up, y'all? And we are back. Yeah, it's uh, after, uh, I think, a week hiatus. I think so. Yeah, we're back on Thanksgiving night recording this one. Yeah, I would say Happy Thanksgiving, but, well, by the time y'all hear this, it's way past. <laughs> yeah. The uh, Let me see. You, uh, I don't have that much content for to this one. I haven't, I haven't been playing that much, but I think you have been playing actually a little bit, right? Yeah, I do have some hands for us to go over. I mean, the first one's a pretty interesting spot, so let me just jump right into it for you. Let's jump right into it. Okay, so this time I even made the note of writing my position down for you. Because I know you're always a stickler for that. So, I have pocket tens under the gun. I make it 15. We go heads up to the flop. The flop comes queen of hearts, queen of diamonds, nine of clubs. I bet 15. He calls. Okay, so queen of hearts, queen of... uh, Repeat the flop to me. Queen of hearts, queen of diamonds, nine of clubs. Queen of hearts. Queen. Okay, so uh, queen, queen, nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I like this bet here. Okay, so you, you bet, what, it seems like about half pot. $15, yep. Half okay, pot. and he makes the call? Yes. The okay. T- the turn, Um, he's playing out of the blinds. Okay. Um. The turn, sorry, is the deuce of diamonds. He then donks 55 into me. Donks 55 into you. So this is a pretty big bet. Yep. Let me see. The queen of the deuce of diamonds didn't make a flush, did it? Nope. It just made a flush draw. I think I'm going to have to call here. I do call. And this player is a, you know, a good player who's there all the time making moves, stuff like that. This is not like the wreck drunk player. Yeah. It's a, so Jack, I mean, here's the problem: is your block, you would like to him to have Jack Ten here, and you're blo- you're double blocking Jack Ten. Yep. Uh, so I don't love that about it, but I think it's a little too weak just to assume the player has trips here. So yeah, I put him on possibly turn diamonds. That's what I put him on. Okay. Like the, that type of hand. The river's a three of clubs, and then he bets a hundred. Well. Starting to worry about that queen. Uh, God dang. So okay. So it was thirty pre. It was thirty pre flop. He bet fifteen again, or you bet fifteen. 15 yeah. So thirty. That's sixty. And then so it's hmm. one seventy in there. So. Oh yeah. So he bets fifty five, one ten, uh, one seventy, one hundred into one seventy. I don't know. I I'm not loving the situation. This might be this might be a call, and I'm just like sad, to, and I'm just sad. I, I don't. It's hard for me to come up with many bluffs here. Uh, seems weak just to say that he has trips. He didn't three bet, so he has no over pairs. But he would never play a nine this way. I'm pretty baffled. This this is a very close spot for me. What do you end up doing? <laughs> yeah, I ended up calling. He had queen ten off, so 
say the real action card would have been if a turn or river would have been a 10. Yeah, it's a... I think this is just a really tough one. I Like, it's hard to put somebody basically on trips, and then when the river comes, he just has... I just don't see any... There's very... I mean, he's not value betting a 9. He's not value... He doesn't have an overpair. Uh, so, I don't know what else he can have, but... <sighs> God, I don't know. That, that's a pretty rough one. I don't. I I wouldn't fault a wrong fold or a wrong call there. Yeah. Um, this one I just put. I mean, just just kind of paint the picture of the night for you. Um, I flop top and bottom pair versus a flush draw. The guy was on a short stack. He bets. I put them all in for like two hundred, two fifty. He hints. Um. Here's one that was somewhat interesting. I blasted this hand with seven deuce offsuit, betting like a hundred on the flop, multi way, right? Okay. And got it through and got to show and had a good time. Um, One of those hands I hate, but glad you won. (laughs) Yeah. Well, this paints the. So I tell you this hand, I tell you that hand to then tell you like, so now I'm getting called all the time. I'm able now to over bet and get called. I'm able to, not able to get many folds. I did, I did make a bluff whenever it would busted straight and got called. Which, of course, obviously, after showing seven deuce off, right? Yeah. But, um, so now this hand is a pretty big hand in the hold'em uh, session, right? So I'm on the button straddle with Jack-9 suited. I raise, I would say, to probably like 25. Was it limp to you, I guess? Yes. Okay. I, I, I like this. I think we had... Yeah, two callers. The flop is nine eight five. Um, checks to me. I can I bet if I'm like, well, I definitely want protection here. I 100% agree. Um, I bet. Um, so I made it 25. So I think I bet like 50. Okay, I can get behind that. I usually bet a little bit smaller here. Uh, but that being said, I can understand wanting protection. If everybody say. folds, you're pretty happy. Uh, and then if people call, there's a good chance you're ahead. There's, you still right. can get value. So I, I don't mind 50. That is why I size up on that hand. I was like, I really want some pretty good protection here. Um, protection not met. Um, the turn isn't king. So how many, did both call you? Only one. Only, only one. one. Okay. Yeah, now we're heads up. The turn is a king. He checks, I check. Um... The river is a nine, so now I river trips with a jack kicker. Okay, beautiful river. Um, and I told you right, the flop was nine eight five rainbow. Right. Okay, so now the board is nine eight five king nine. Nine eight five king nine. Okay. So here's where that play style can either be a really good thing or a really bad thing, right? Okay. So after my $55 bet, um, he called. And then on the River 9, I'm like, well, this is gonna, I can make this look like a mega bluff here, right? Is what I was thinking. Okay. So obviously he checks to you if you're thinking yes, this. Yes. Okay. So I grab a bunch of chips, just like a handful of greens, and throw them in there for like 325 350 somewhere in there. God, so this is a huge overbet. Huge overbet. He snap calls with 9-8 suited. Or, yeah, so very sad for me. Happy he didn't raise. Could have stacked me. 
Oh, yeah. With, I mean, I guess whatever he had left, I mean, you're definitely not folding at that point. So yeah. It's, especially with your image being what it is. Yeah. So, that's pretty rough. I mean, there's not really much. Like, it's one of those ones where it's like, you're going to lose, but like, I guess I didn't lose the maximum maximum because he didn't raise. But like, that pot is only like inflated so much because I'm leaning on that image to try to get paid there and it kind of really just blew up in my face. Yeah, because in all honesty, the way he plays this, I, you very much lose almost nothing. Yeah, I force him to win the mac or to win that much. That's kind of the bummer of it. Yeah, because I mean, like if I'm him, especially on a board that wet, I would have raised that flop your flop bet. Oh, for sure. Uh, would have definitely had the lead on the turn and betting the turn. I mean, I don't know. You, I, you, I guess you could sometimes fold. The I was about flop to say, bet. I think I fold the. Uh... But yeah, but I mean, I'm if someone folds there, I never really care because I'm if I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the same thing with Jack Ten. I'm gonna do the same thing with uh, any all the straight draws and uh, everything like that. Especially if I have a backdoor flush draw with it. So if someone's folding their top pair to me, pretty. Happy. I mean, I'm pretty happy to get all these bluffs through. So I don't really I don't really mind it, that sequence if that happens, but. Yeah, he def I would definitely raise that flop bet, and then the way the turn goes... Check, check. <laughs> definitely I guess, go check, I check. guess if I am there with his hand, I'm definitely checking in flow, so... Oh, no. I was just saying he could have won more if he would have raised the flop. Because you're definitely betting. Yeah, exactly. The turn, yeah. So that was that was pretty sad for me. Um, and then I'm sitting there wallowing in self-pity as I look at my tiny stack and see that there's a big PLO game going. You seem to like doing this now. I guess. You did it at 101K, like, probably like two months ago or something, when you were just getting crushed and you go over to play shorthanded, high-stakes PLO. Yep, accurate. So I add on to go play in this ridiculously big PLO game that I'm, like, by far the shortest stack in by, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, people have thousands, and I'm sitting there with, like, 500, right? And I'm like, okay, either way, right? So I get mixed up in a hand. Um, let me think. So the first hand, I ended up having like, so I raised preflop, which whenever you're that short and the game is playing that big, people assume you have aces, right? Whenever you're like the new guy who's not a PLO player. Kind of, yeah. You're raising not, I mean, not just like a small raise, not potting it up preflop, but raising pretty big. Mm -hmm. But I had like ace, king, 10 jack or something or queen jack basically like four broadways cars double suited to the ace and the king right that sounds like a really pretty hand right so i raise pre-flop um get like the world calling me right okay i think i raised like i mean it was gigantic right oh i check raise that's what it was i was about to say that's usually like a something i'll do with right the situation. game was so action-packed that's what it was i three bet this so i'm playing out of the small uh big blind here okay um, no, under the gun, what am I talking about? Jeez. <laughs> I mean, um, oh, no, button straddle. That's what it is. That's what's throwing me off. Because I was first act, so I'm button straddle. I'm in the blinds, there's a button straddle. Jeez. Okay. Now we're all on the same page, at least. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was like, this thing is going off the rails quick. So I'm, now I'm back in the blinds. I only called for them to raise... And then me to make it 75 to then get like four or five callers. I kind of like your move here. 
I mean, the flop was amazing. I flopped the nut flush draw with a gutter to the nuts with like kind of like a mini wrap. Like I also had like, I could, I was also drawing to another straight with it with like an eight on there. I remember okay. I had the world here, right? Okay. And I was like, I mean, I'm just going all in. Right. 100%. I can't imagine your SPO. Well, because if you made... Well, crap, you already said you had 500. Correct. If you made it 70 and there's multiple callers... Made it 75. Your, yeah. your SPR is like two. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, you're definitely just getting this all in. Correct. So, I end up um, going all in, getting called, and completely whiffing everything. That's hurtful. Oh, Sorry. I did have one low card with the ace. I ended up hitting bottom pair. And I showed my hand, and the guy never turned his hand over and mucked. There's so many weird things about this. But I bricked every draw I had. Okay, so... You didn't. You had three Broadway cards and a correct. The the next hand was the four. Yes. So I had ace, three, king, queen, double suited to the uh, king and the ace and the uh, king. And so you and you miss the flush draws. You miss you miss you miss all your pairs. Miss all the flush draws, all the straight draws, and pair your three. Correct. Three. Okay. And I turn my hand over, and. He just looks at his cards, looks at them for a while. I've already stood up and put my jacket on because clearly we're done here. That's what I would pretty much be thinking too. <laughs> and he says, no, no, no. And I said, what? He said, no, no, no. You win. And mucks his cards face down. And no one says a word. I get pushed this giant pot, right? And about like after the hand, everyone's talking, you know, they're like, Asking, what'd you have? What'd you have? You know, I don't know what you could have had there. And uh, he's like, well, he had aces. I couldn't beat aces. And they said, he didn't have aces. He had a pair of threes. He had a flush draw and a straight draw. And missed everything and paired the three. That would make way more sense of what happened, like, than him just mucking and not having you beat somehow, some way. Yeah, so then the guy, I could clearly see, was pretty annoyed and then added on, like, a ton of money, right? So now he's covering me again. Oh, wow. I mean, how soft are these PLO games, man? Well, the story's not over. Oh, God damn it. I, I mean... I'm like, I, I definitely can't... I'm like, hey, that's the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I definitely can't be like, this game is soft after you hear the next story. Oh, shit. Next hand. Now is when I have the four-suited Broadway card, or the four Broadway cards... A suited. I mean, um, I basically, here's the moral of the story. I flop a straight draw to the nuts and a flush draw to the nuts. Um, sorry. I flop a gutter to the nuts, but it was like ridiculous. Like with, um, um, it was a gutter to the ace high straight, but I also had like, I could hit the bottom end to still be the nut straight. Okay. Um, I turn the nuts. I bet $250, okay. which is pot. I have the nuts. Dude calls. Do you have a flush draw with it? No. Oh, okay. No. Dude calls. The third guy who now covers me ships it all in to cover me. And I have the nuts. And I'm like, well. Well, I mean, you're not folding. so. Okay. Like I said, I mean, 
I was like, I could be getting free rolled here sometimes. You one hundred percent could be. Uh, I think it's gonna be, yeah. Uh, but getting these odds, I'm just not certain how you don't make a call here with the nuts. Yeah. So um, I end up calling for my entire stack, which was, I mean, put it this way: I had already won back all the money I had lost that night. Oh God, this so is this hurtful. is a multiple bullet kind of situation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then the other guy calls for less, which is still a ton of money. I mean, he calls for. He had quite a bit less, but he still had like $600. Which you want, because, I mean, if you're going to, I mean, if you think you might be getting free, I mean, you definitely want some dead money in there. Yep. Um, the river pairs the board. Uh, he had a set plus a flush draw. Me and the other guy both had the same ace-queen hand. I get stacked for, I mean, gobs of money. Well, I mean, I still go back to, like, it's a fairly... I mean, this is a fairly easy game. I mean, because you got stacked for gobs of money with having the actual, you know, nuts. I mean, kind of a, just in a rough spot. I mean, you won money by a guy mucking of the wrong hand. Well, I mean, what we assume is probably mucking the wrong hand. Yeah, I mean, he said he had a wrap around it and missed everything and had no pair, but I'm assuming that that was not true. Yeah, just kind of by the reaction of how he yeah. reacted to everything. Uh, I I think you're probably right on that one. So, I don't know. I mean, it's a very, very tough, uh, tough deal. Uh, that sounds like kind of a tough session. Um, well, I am happy to hear that, that you thought it was a snap, that it was a call with the nuts there. Because I was honestly debating folding just because I was like, if I'm getting free roll, this is a disaster. Um. I mean, I don't love the spot you're in. I just don't understand. I don't see what you could do differently here. It's it's such a weird feeling, though, whenever, like, you're sitting there with the nuts, mm-hmm. and then you get repotted over, like, back, like, not back raised, but, like, you know, I pot it, calls pot, raises all in for whatever, 1,200. And you're, like, I have the nuts. I'm, like, sitting there, like, counting the cards again, you know? I mean, like, board's not paired, no flush out there. Well, because here's the other thing is, like, I think some people, well, you could be getting free rolled with a flush. Well, here's the other thing is someone, that guy who might have ace-queen and just not have a draw whatsoever. I mean, he might be in the same exact spot, too. So, and, I mean, the guy, obviously the guy with set and flush draw is, I mean, you're you're beating him, although he's getting pretty good odds to draw here. So, I don't know. I'm not a PLO expert. I definitely think it's a call with the nuts there. Yeah, I mean, whenever you have the nuts and you're getting really good odds, I think it's hard to fold. That seems like it's be tough to justify. I mean, that that was kind of my thing. But like you said, we don't really study PLO that much, which kind of leads us to our next point. Yeah, I was looking, and me and you've gone. You were the first one, actually. I think because yeah, you that's... got to a poker coaching. Uh, Dot com and you went on that training site and then i think shortly after i went on crush live and then and then uh now i'm on crush live and red ship it's uh i think they're crush live i just do the podcast and red ship <laughs> i use that more as my study material but there's a lot of plo in texas a lot of big games in plo i mean all the biggest games are plo and here's the other thing the one three PLO game is also just massive. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, so, I've wanted to get better. Crush live poker, poker coaching has no PLO. 
Uh, Red Chip has like one tiny little course, but they virtually have no PLO. Uh, Crush Live does, but I don't really like the way they teach. It's it like it just doesn't strike me as it's more like tips. It seems like than like hey, you, this you structure this, 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 and this is how you really crush the game. Right, which is like you like we always say, every website is different, kind of tailored to your learning style. So if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. You know. Yeah. So I saw the uh, Black Friday. They're doing a twenty five percent off, I believe, of a upswing poker like all of their courses i've never never done upswing poker in any way form or fashion uh but i was thinking of probably doing that getting that plo course because if we're gonna be playing this used to i used to be a little nervous because like well how much edge are you gaining i mean 750 dollars a lot of money are you gaining that much of an edge but seeing what's happened in our poker careers with the training courses it seems like it, especially in PLO, where the games do get sizable. And I mean, like, I hear this expression a lot: is um, you play the hold'em hand to see how much money you'll lose in the PLO hand in that round of, in that whenever it's that reverse button. I mean, I tell you what, it sure, sure seems that way. I mean, it definitely seems that way. And I mean, if you could even get, I mean, a tiny edge in that game, I mean, it would just be so huge. Yeah, agreed. So. I'm leaning towards doing it. I think more and more, and I think you're going to do it with me if we do it. We'll uh, probably uh, look at it together. And like I say, I think that's, like in Texas, I know like the PLOs, like it's really popular in some states and not others. But in Texas, it is kind of, it's just all the huge games. So I think learning it, and I know uh, Bart is big on this, the fact that you can play both games and go to the best game in the room is a huge advantage. Well, the best game in the room is always the PLO game. I that I can tell you. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I mean, it just always seems like the most action, the most money is always in the PLO table. Yeah, and there's things I do like I've done run, read a lot of books on it, but there's a lot of spots where I'm still lost, especially I mean, like three betting pre flop. Well, same thing with that ace queen hand. I mean. I still don't know if that was a. I mean, I know I was when I did the math on my phone. I was ahead, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, is is that still good to be called when you could be free rolled in that situation? Don't really know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it seems like when you have the nuts, you just put all the money in with one card to come. But is it though? I don't. I'll actually know. It would be very interesting to actually find out from someone who knows more than or like is winning in PLO teaching at something, right? So. Yeah, and I've heard Upswing's PLO course is pretty good. I've heard, I mean, I've heard that's the best PLO course by far, is what everything I've heard, and what I've looked up online. And so, man, I'd kind of like just to be able to look at another side. I'm a big fan of Red Chip, so I think that one's, I think that one's really up my game. I'm really a big fan of Crush Live. I think for what they do, it's a different type of learning material, but I think it's good. Uh, Red Chips really increased my game, but uh, I would like to see a, another training site just to see how that one works. And I really like uh, poker coaching just on the quizzes that they have, like the in-hands, street-by-street. That's something – that's probably the best way that I learn. That Those are really cool. I think the, all of the sites have kind of incorporated those quizzes. Like uh, Crush Live has done quite a few more. Uh Red chip, it's like after you review the material, though it'll come up sometimes. 
But poker coaching by far has the most quizzes I've ever seen. I mean, infinite. I mean, I remember when I was making an attempt to do them all. Then I was like, well, make an attempt to only do the cash game ones maybe. Still, I mean, not even close. I mean, it's just seems like infinite content it's ridiculous yeah so like i say if you're listening uh suggest all of the above like i say i'm big i'm big on red chip i think you're really big on you were really happy with what you got out of poker coaching uh but i think that upswing will be interesting and i mean shit if we really love it maybe i do another one yeah no for sure so Mm, cool. Uh, I think that will probably wrap it up for the podcast. I mean, that's definitely going to wrap it up. I mean, on Thanksgiving night at 3 in the morning, let's wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Talk to you next week. That was the Texas Poker Podcast. Go ahead and rack up. Add time, and we'll see you next week.